0: Hello NRL fans and welcome back to the NRL Rewind Podcast. I'm your host Matt Namowski and welcome back to our 2021 season preview series. Today we'll be looking at Team 9 from the 2020 season, the Gold Coast Titans. When we saw the Titans last, 9 wins, 11 losses and a 9th place finish. The big storyline heading into 2021 is this is the hype team. This is the team, when you look at the off-season, when you look at the starting 17. This is the form team. This is everyone's pick to make the finals. A big leap year expected from the Titans. Can they handle the pressure? Can the players that stood up last season perform the way they did? I've got one particular point with this squad that I think will hold it back from what it can truly achieve. But we will look at that in a second. Let's have a look and see what's new for the Titans in 2020. We've got some huge gains. We've got Dave Fafida. we got Tino Fasua Umala Awi we got Herman S.E.S.E., we've got Patrick Herbert, and we got Sam McIntyre. We have got some big losses as well. We've got Jai Arrow, Shannon Boyd, Bryce Cartwright, Keegan Hipgrave, Dal Copley, Ryan James, and Nathan Peets. Obviously, there, when you look at the, the gains, that forward pack now is just devastating. Dave feeder Big Tino, S.E.S.E., Sam McIntyre, there's some huge gains to go along with, obviously. Uh, Fodder Waker... And Kevin Proctor already there. When we do look at the 17, the forward pack is obviously one of the better in the comp. Uh, and obviously, with some of the losses there, obviously, dry arrow is a huge loss. But then you look at some cap relief that this team has now received with some of the losses there. The Shannon Boys, the Bryce Cartwrights, the Keegan Hipgraves, the Ryan James, and Nathan Pete. Some big money players that were not performing and were not part of this uplifting new wave of playing. So I think looking on the what they've got currently in their squad, but then you look at where they can potentially improve now. Obviously, Dave Fafita signed for huge money. Tino, not that big money that you would expect. I think the ability for this team and this front office now to go in and make some changes and make some improvements into this squad to push it even further. And again, we will talk about that one piece where I think they do need a kind of splurge. But for me right now, it's, it's the best off season. I think there's no denying that. I think just in terms of quality that you bring in versus quality you lose from the squad, I think it, it's a home run what they've done. With the ins and the outs, let's look at my potential 17 for the Titans. AJ Brimson at fullback. We've got Corey Thompson and Philip Sami on the wing. We've got Patrick Herbert and Brian Kelly in the centres. Ash Taylor and Jamal Fogarty in the halves. Mawakey Fodawaka and Jamin Jolliffe in the props. Mitch Rain and Hooker. Day for feeder Kevin Proctor and Big Tino at 13 on the bench. Tyron Peachy, Herman Essie, Essie, Sam McIntyre, Jared Wallace, and the coach Justin Holbrook. Okay, gonna call it out right now. Gonna combine the starting 17 with where I think the challenges might be for this team. It's the number nine. No shots at Mitch Rain, Tanner Boyd, who may come into that eventually. I think the thing that is holding this team back from truly exceeding as a top four and premiership contender is the hooker. Obviously, the rumors of potentially a Cam Smith looking at the Titans and finishing his career there, I think if you add, let's just say Cam Smith into this it's instant premiership contender, but even if you add another great hooker into this side, I think it's it's a guaranteed top four. I think it's the only position on this team. Now, Mitch Rain, I think is still gonna, and we'll look at my talk about my predictions. I think they're still gonna be in the eight, but I think the the difference that a great number nine can give you in this squad, especially to take the load off an Ash Taylor and a Jamal Fogarty there, I think it's gonna be huge. And I think Mitch Rain will get them there. Whether they do want to blood Tanner Boyd into that nine, I think for me that's the biggest squad. battle. I think whatever they can do with the nine there and try and get real quality out of that number nines it will take a long way to see how they can go in the competition some more intriguing squad battles I have got Corey Thompson over the Don Anthony Don I think you know I um, either one you go with there I think Corey Thompson for me is just more of a yardage man I think he obviously does give you some flexibility if AJ goes down uh, so I have got Corey Thompson starting there I think Pat Herbert uh, comes straight into the centers there to the partner Brian Kelly uh, I have got Jamin Jollis starting a prop. I think what he showed in the back half of the season, I think Jared Wallace suited to the bench role there. And I think Herman SESC off the bench as well. Uh, Tyron Peachy I have got starting at 14. I can also see him as a sneaky number nine. I think he has got the, the versatility to play there at nine. Obviously got some ball playing. He's, he has played six before. Can slot into the centers and take a Pat Herbert, move him to the wing. There's some, there's some flexibility. Uh, similar to... When I preview the drags, I think this team has got a lot of squad depth and versatility, where they can go a couple of couple of routes here. And Justin Holbrook has got some tools at his as, at his dispense here. Some things to build on, some positives for this uh, for this squad. I think obviously it's one of the better young collection of young talents in the league. Just looking at just raw talent and uh, who hasn't even hit their peak yet. AJ Brimson, Brian Kelly, Phil Sammy, Ash Taylor. Foto Waker, Fafida, Tino, PG to an extent. I think there's just there's just some unblooded potential here. And when you just look at uh, every team's roster throughout the comp, when you look at just, give me the best young core under 27 who hasn't hit their prime yet, I think they're they're, they're one of the best. Uh, obviously, the offseason we spoke about, and you see the gains there. And as well, I think, not just looking at the gains, I think not many people are looking at the losses. And then, like I said, the money that are freed up in some of the players that weren't giving them the quality that they needed when they did make their run to ninth last year, I think it's going to be huge. I think next season, I think for me, is going to be the most... in. If you look at in the next couple of off-seasons, who's got the most intriguing off-season? I think there's a couple, but one of the ones at the top of the list has to be the Titans in 2022 off-season. I think for me, whether they look for another strike outside back they look for another devastating prop or the hooker. I think they've just got so many options and they've got the money starting to start and get freed up in some of these contracts there. And for me, another positive, it's one of the first seasons in a while where the halves are locked in. I think Ash Taylor, Jamal Fogarty, I think these are the halves. They know it. Uh, obviously, when Jamal came in last season, he was one of the better surprises. And Ash Taylor returning a bit off form now. Whether we see the Brisbane Ash Taylor coming through, still one of the most beautiful passing games in the comp. Um... To me, he's one of those players. He was just so young when he came in, uh, and obviously a stop-start injury um, form. Obviously had the off-off-field uh, issues there, but I think he's. This is a prime season for Ash, and I can't wait to see what he's going to do there. What's missing? What can be some problems? Or obviously we spoke about it. For me, hooker is huge. I think, as I've said many times in this preview series, hooker is just one of the most important positions in 2021. Uh, the new age of how, how a hooker needs to take some take some attacking responsibility away from the halves, free them up, a nice little kicking game potentially is also very beneficial there. So for me, again, Mitch Rain, a fine player. Tanner Boyd, a fine player. But can they bring out what they need and to really push the Titans to the next level? A couple of other ones that aren't getting really spoken about. Obviously, expectations. Everyone has gotten penciled in for a final spot and how they balance that. That's going to be a key thing for some of the more experienced players. And Justin Holbrook, obviously, it's a very young squad. A lot of a lot of raw talent, but obviously, haven't really played in a lot of finals games. I think Justin Holbrook has got his work cut out there. But for me, origin period for this team. Um It's a team that never has really had to think much about the Origin period. But when you look at this team now, obviously, and some players who may play Origin, AJ, Kelly, Sammy, Fotoeka, Fafida, Tino. Like, just just there. They're players that you definitely could see in the Origin arena. And if they need to miss a couple of those players, then you're relying on some squad depth. You're going to be some more increased roles on players who don't really are not used to it. So for me, it's definitely going to be a big one, you know. When you bring in quality in a squad, especially with Origin going back to mid season now, you're gonna start seeing some of these teams that you're like not really you know, when we look at the the buy rounds where they're Origin and you see six new faces and you see some of the some of the impact signings that they brought in that they'll be missing now. How can they cope with those couple of rounds? It's gonna be really intriguing for years. The Cowboys and the Broncos were the only Queensland team that to worry about that. But obviously now the Titans and everyone is already Pennsylvania's the best Queensland team. Now they're going to have the added responsibility of origin. So it's going to be very interesting to see how they battle that. And I think, again, it's going to be a very big coaching job here for Justin Holbrook to kind of get the one the best out of this team, manage expectations, but also when players go out, whether it's origin, whether it's injury, how can they maintain therefore and not drop those rounds because obviously when you're battling to break the break into the eight and you know break into the top four, how you handle those origin rounds normally will dictate where you finish on the ladder. So it's gonna be very interesting there. With that, let's look at my 2021 predictions. I've got them finishing seventh, so I definitely see them in the eight in the eight there. I want on some of my predicted ladders as high as fifth. I just can't put him in the in the four without a hooker. As low as nine. So I've smacked him right back in there at seven. I think it's a finals campaign. I think they may do some damage once they make the finals, but once you get into the good teams, I think you just look matchups across the field, and I think, for me, hookers going to be one of those ones when you start getting into those top eight teams, it's where they're going to be outmatched, and it's a key one to get outmatched in. Top point scorer, Ash Taylor, with the goal kicking, but again, I think for me... The thing about Ash, yes, a good kicking game. Yes, a good passing game. But can he now take the line on? Obviously, Jamal did a lot last season. But I think, for me, Ash, once teams start to really have to respect that passing kicking game, that's when he can now take the line on. Can he he support some plays and get some tries? I think he can. And I think, obviously, they're going to be scoring a bunch of the Titans uh, with this attacking team that they've put together. So I think Ash Taylor will be top point scorer. Top try scorer, Brian Kelly. Finish the season... On fire, one of the one of the premium centres in Supercoach, one of the one of the young best flyers in the game. I think for me, the ability to get outside of a man. Um, if I have to really kind of zone into who who does he remind me of, to me the ability to get outside like a young Gaznia, for me just came really. That first step is so electric, and if he can really get on the outside, got a bit of a fend as well. So if he can get on that outside of a centre, either himself or the winger, there's going to be try, try scoring abilities there. The MVP, for Feeder, I think for me, not only for his game, I think he's going to improve being in a better team. I think... Whichever side of the field he does line up on, it, and I think he has got the ability to go on both sides. I think whether he runs off Ash or Jamal, I think that short passing game, I think it's just going to free up whoever that half is. It's going to really open up their game to, you know, that constant threat of hitting Dave Feeder at the line versus going out the back, and then you're hitting a Patrick Herbert, a Tyron Peachy, a Brian Kelly on the outside. I think it's just going to open up that. So I think just for, obviously, his efforts alone, but also what he's going to bring to the players around him, I think you're going to see a huge impact there for Dave Feeder. Most improved AJ Brimson. I think you saw in game one last year in Origin. Again, same similar to Corio. so I think oh, Xavier Coates, Sorry, I think once you're in a team of that of a star-studded caliber like that, the those players that blend in seamlessly. I think he's one of them. I think for me, if he can stay on the field, and that's a big if, obviously with his injury history, I think he's in line for a huge season. To me, I think this is a a two-man attack here. I think David Vita, AJ Brimson, they're the cornerstones. I think they're the two that will carry them in to the next era. It's the all-star duo. One of the dark horses in 2022, and I think it's just because those two guys. My, my most disappointing, it's got to be Hooker. I'm not going to give it to any... Whether it's Tanner Boyd, whether it's Mitch Rain. I, for me, it's the one thing holding them back. I really want to push them into higher in the comp, and I will in twenty twenty two, depending on how this season goes. But for me, I think just Hooker's gonna hold them back a bit, and in those key matchups, in those key games, where it's all about matchups across the field, I think for me, Hooker's gonna be one of those ones where there's gonna be a bit of overpower there. That will do it for the Titans, guys. Thanks for tuning in. The next podcast, we're finally in the top eight. Teammate from the 2020 season, the Cronulla Sharks. So thanks for listening. Drop a like. Continue listening and have a great day. Cheers.